Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Shopmaker, the podcast all about mindset. Today, we are joined by Nate Kresge, founder of GK Visual. He was named one of Central Pennsylvania's Business Journal's 40 Under 40 and is a member of the Academy of Interactive and Visual Arts. Nate produces and directs GK Visual's Mid-Atlantic Emmy-nominated series on Pennsylvania's craft beer poured in PA. I think you'll find this conversation to be eye-opening as he reveals the importance of sharing your story and the significance of marketing in your business. All right. Welcome to this episode of the Shopmaker podcast. I'm so excited today to be joined by Nate Kresge, who is going to kind of enlighten us on all things marketing, especially with video. Nate, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. So I'm thrilled to have this conversation because I think it's something that a lot of business owners don't spend enough time in, which is marketing and advertising and telling your story and all of that. So can you start off by, you know, I guess, sharing with us some of the important things in that space? Sure. Yeah. Marketing is such a wide genre. I have a video production company called GK Visual and we kind of lean towards the visual side of things. So photography, videography, and that kind of encompasses everything from TV to social media, in-house communications, trade shows, you name it. It's a visual world for sure. So there's no end to what our work ends up doing and, and where it's seen. So People are visual these days. You know, they're online constantly. Our phones are attached to us. It's it's tough to peel a screen away from kids, people. We're all the same. You know, (laughs) we're constantly feeding our eyes. So we need to be mindful of that with marketing. And unfortunately, a lot of times marketing takes a backseat to all the other expenses that we have as a business. I mean, it's there's there's accounting, there's payroll, there's there's you know, your building needs fixed and marketing is kind of like, all right, well, I have a few extra dollars. Let me throw that into marketing. And I get it. I'm, I'm guilty of it sometimes too. And unfortunately you can have the best product, you can have the best service, you can have the best food and atmosphere, but if people don't know about it, nobody's coming, you know, and word of mouth is great, but the way social media works now, that kind of drives word of mouth for us. And so creating those visuals and, and getting that message out, is is vital and it becomes even more so with there's so much noise out there there's so many people vying for attention uh, making sure that your voice is the one being heard is the tricky part yeah and talk to us you know i think a lot of people listening are you know independent restaurant owners who have you know maybe a following in their local area but talk to us about what the importance is especially with on the video side especially when you look at your website and everything it seems like the world is moving into everyone kind of having this video presence, which I think is new to a lot of business owners who say, well, why would I need to do a video? You could just, you know, walk through the door. So I think talk to us about how that can actually move the needle for even your, you know, local pizza restaurant. Yeah. And video is interesting for us over the years. We've seen this shift. We do a lot of commercials for TV and when we were doing these, we'd say, well, why don't we create something that you can put on social media or on your website? And like, nobody looks at that. You know, <laughs> no, nobody, we just, we just need this for TV. And it's funny how much that sh- has shifted. Now it's like, we're just going to put this on social media. We don't need it for TV. And the reason is, I mean, like I said before, our, our phones are, are attached to us. Our screens are constantly 
bombarding us with imagery. And so when you're scrolling, I'm guilty of this. I'm just mindlessly scrolling through Instagram or Facebook. And I know TikTok's really big now, but it's those videos that catch your attention. Yeah. It's, it's moving images. It's a catchy one image. You see a lot of text, you just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> especially when you're tired, you don't want to read. Yeah. Um, you know, especially for restaurants, you know, restaurants are always doing something creative and new and food is so visual locations are so visual people want to see what your place looks like they want to see what the food looks like they want to see what those drinks look like and and it, we make fun of a lot of people you know the first thing what, what a lot of people do the first thing they do when food served to the table they get out their phone they're taking pictures that's so true take advantage of it you know your customers are already doing the work for you in a lot of cases grab those you know hopefully they're tagging you in them you know grab those photos repost them show that people are dining there and enjoying the food and and take advantage of those visuals. That's so true. So one thing that like we dwell on a lot on this podcast, just because it's restaurants, is the impact of COVID on industries, right? So we all know the impact of COVID on the restaurant industry, but what really, if any, was the impact of COVID to the marketing world? Yeah, we weren't sure what that was going to look like for us. <laughs> Nobody knew what it was going to look like <laughs> for them, I should say. But it was... It was impactful. It was it, it forced us to really focus on messaging, and what we found is a lot of our clients shifted their their messaging from here's what we have to offer our services, our products to here's how we're helping. Here's how we can help you. How can we help you? And getting that message out that we're all in this together. That you know, give us a call if if you need a hand. If you need anything, we're here. And it was a humbling experience. Um, a lot of our clients came to us and just said, we need to get a message out that we're here to help. And, and that was everything. We do a lot of work with breweries. So we have a beer series called Port and PA that you can find on YouTube. But a lot of that messaging was <laughs> these breweries shifting to packaging to go sales. And then some of the distilleries shifting to making um, hand sanitizer and, and just helping out the neighborhood help a lot. You know, unfortunately the restaurants, they know they would open and they'd order all this food and they get shut down. So they're left with all this food. So it was really cool to see a lot of these restaurants, bars doing um, to go meals or, or helping out food banks and, and just trying to make the, <laughs> the best of a terrible situation. But the only way people knew about that was through social media and posts and videos and, and messaging. So it was vital during that time to get uh, the word out. Yes. And that's one of the, you know, actually one of my next questions was, so I, you know, met you guys at the uh, Brewers Guild in the fall for in Pennsylvania. And it's fascinating, the Port and PA series that exists. So talk to us about that and the fact that, you know, breweries can get videos for themselves, right? Like, please talk to us about that because that's sure. a fascinating way to yeah. help the breweries. I'll, I'll try to do a real quick summary of how this all came to be. As a video production company, we're always on the road. And um, often that means overnight stays in towns we, we've not, we're not familiar with. But one thing that was always familiar to us is a brewery at the end of the day. And, you know, you sit down a, a local brewery, you get to talk to the, oftentimes you're, you're sitting across the bar from the person that made the product that you're enjoying yeah. right there. And what a cool experience that is. And so we'd always seek out breweries anywhere we were. And Eventually, we're like, we should, we're a video production company. Why don't we tell this story? And we started off with a, a local film called Brood in the Berg. That's 
for your Pittsburgh, anybody in Pittsburgh, it's no H on the end. It's just Harrisburg. I think you can still find that on YouTube. That's, that's, that was the beginning of this whole thing. And then, then we did, after we put that out, want to tell Pennsylvania story. So we, we produced a, a 90 minute documentary called a port in Pennsylvania. That's also on YouTube. That was, that came out in 2018. And so that kind of gave a, a overview of the landscape of Pennsylvania's brewing industry but that, that story is constantly changing. And so to keep up with that, we developed the series, Port and PA, and that's where we are now. I think there's over 30 episodes on YouTube. And, and that's, that's telling everybody's story. It's, it's not necessarily going to a, a brewery and saying, all right, here's our new IPA and here's our Kolsch. This is, you know, tell, how do they get into brewing? What started this? Breweries that cater to uh, families and kids, you know, events for the kids. There's there's places to travel. You can stay overnight. There's black-owned breweries that are popping up across the state and the story behind them and women in brewing. It's just all, all sorts of different things. So, and there's no, no end in sight. Just like restaurants are very philanthropic, the, the breweries are too. So we get to tell a lot of that, those cool stories. So that's ongoing. You know, if, if you're a brewery in Pennsylvania, by all means, let us know what you have going on. And we're not necessarily looking for, hey, we just bought a new tank for our brewing operations. We're looking for something a little, a little bit more deeper than that. And, and what we're launching now for breweries is helping them with their social media. So that's anything from just supplementing what they're already doing, uh, creating content for them with photos and video, or completely taking over their social media and, and helping them drive that message to, to potential customers. Wow. And what positive impact have you seen so far of the 30 that have, have done this? Like, has it, has it made a difference in their volume? Yeah, it's funny. Um, it, you know, we're sometimes in a bubble. We're so just focused on getting the next show out that we don't get to hear all the stories. And so we, we travel to a lot of beer festivals now and we'll constantly have people coming up to us and saying, hey, I love that episode with this brewery or this story, or I can't wait to watch the new one. And that's such a cool, cool experience to know that people are out there watching it. But the best thing is to go into a brewery and say, Hey, I just had a couple in here from Pittsburgh and we're here in Harrisburg. They said they saw us in Port of PA. They couldn't believe, they, they wanted to check us out. So uh. there's a real connection there. And it's a, and it's, it's not a hard sell. And I think it's tough when we're in marketing, we think we got to like jam down the throats of everybody. Like, all right, here are our hours. Here's our new specials, blah, blah, blah when people really gravitate to your story, they want to know what's behind uh, your product and, and, and how you became to be and who you are. And the whole farm to table movement that we saw a number of years ago, the, one of the biggest reasons that that did so well is people want a connection to the products that they consume and, and hear the stories behind them. Definitely. You know, and I think that's, a, you know, another thing we, you know, touch on here is just, you know, not being afraid of branding yourself and telling your story and all of that, you know, from seeing so many breweries, because, you know, we deal a lot with breweries as well, from seeing so many, what do you think is one thing that sets apart, you know, your great brewery from, from the rest of the pack? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of that is that connection to the customer base. I think just as anybody, like I said, I sometimes get in my own bubble and, and kind of lose sight of what we're doing breweries can fall into that same trap where they're just looking to get that beer out and make sure that, you know, payments are being made and, and employees are getting their paychecks, but, but really listening to the customers and connecting with them. And, you know, I keep 
going back to this, but social media is such a great way to do that and listen to what's being said on there. And it, it's, it's tough, you know, you're putting out a product and there might be people that don't like it, you know, and that's always going to happen. You can't please everybody. And uh, especially in the brewing world, there's untapped and in the restaurant world, <laughs> these re- Yelp reviews and stuff, they're <laughs> tough to stomach sometimes, I'm sure. But it's, it's, it's how you deal with that, how you roll with that. How do you take a bad review and turn it into something good? Or how do you respond to that customer who was angry about their not being able to split their bill between 20 different <laughs> people? <laughs> you know, and, and, and just rolling with a positive message the whole way through. And, and what is your story? What is your message? And, to, and try to keep that in focus as opposed to uh, constantly battling negative comments. No, definitely. And, you know, I guess, you know, another thing that's interesting in the, you know, world of where we are right now in hospitality is that you also have people that are coming in new to the industry, right? As much as you have people that have maybe gone away or, or chosen to sell or, or exit, you have a bunch of new people, I think, coming in, especially on the brewery side, who maybe didn't like their corporate job and don't want to go back in. So now we're going to make beer. So, you know, as a marketing person and someone who is, you know, interested in telling that story, what do you think is some of the th- places they should start in marketing and, and where things are right now? Yeah, I think a lot of that doesn't have to be expensive or elaborate. It, it, it starts with very clear messaging. Again, social media is cheap. It's, um, you can even do very targeted paid advertising through Facebook and Instagram. And people are looking. They're, they're looking for that. Restaurants are the same way. People want to dine out. And they get t- people, <laughs> unfortunately, we all want something new, you know, so we people get tired of the same old thing. So they're looking for a new place to dine out. They're looking for a new drink to try something new, you know, and they, and they want to, they want to tell others about it too. So yeah. encourage your customers to take pictures of their food and selfies and, and share that with their friends. I, you know, these bars and restaurants that put up their social media tags or a QR code that helps them find you on social media make it easy for your customer to share those things is great. And then the more traction you get in that area, you're not paying much at all for it, you know, and you know, radio is great. TV is great. Billboards are great, but take advantage of, of what's already happening. And we'll just build on itself. Yeah. Yes. No. And I, I think that's important. Like you said, just to not always think you have to throw money at it, but be creative in the ways that you can't. Now, knowing marketing and knowing all these platforms, if I'm a you know single unit brewery, right? How much time should I be spending on my marketing every week? That's tough. I mean, you, you there isn't time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, I, end of the day, it's clean, cleaning is usually the first thing that comes up <laughs> with a brewery and then making beer, I guess, would be second. And by the time you get through everything else you have to do from taking out the trash to taxes and payroll, it, there's not a whole lot of time. So what I would say with marketing is give it as much time as you can. But if you can try to carve that out and plan that into your weekly schedule, it, it's going to make a world of difference for you. And a lot of times these breweries that don't have a budget to hire a firm like ours to do this, can ha- often we'll have a bartender is like, hey, I'd love to try to do some of the social media, and and they'll they'll give them the opportunity, and you know, and the, the one thing to keep in mind here is if if you do that with somebody on your staff, just remind the rest of the staff that 
this person is taking pictures for a purpose. It's not like they're just taking <laughs> a long break with a beer, but encourage that with your staff and see if, if you might have the talent uh, within your walls already. Uh, same with restaurants. You know, you don't know who's back of the house that could really be benefiting you and would love to take take a, a try at it, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be anything elaborate, you know, just, just a little bit here and there. Consistency is the biggest problem here. You might post something one week and then another month, another post, nobody's seeing it. Right. Posting every week, posting every couple of days, that's, that's the key. Yeah. And I think the consistent messaging, I mean, I think not to, you know, sell you guys, but it is true that I, you know, what we see is the, the businesses that invest in building that brand awareness and building that consistent messaging, even if eventually it is your bartender doing the post. I mean, I think that really goes a long way to, to yeah. getting you to the next level. And, and not to be discouraged if you're not seeing results the second you make a post. I, my wife and I, at the beginning of this year, bought a personal fitness studio that we're trying to, it's been around for 10 years, but it's, it's needs some marketing help. So <laughs> we're doing a lot of posts, trying to launch classes, you know, these hit classes, bar classes. And it, we're not seeing a lot of people come in through the door right away. But, you know, it's, it's being consistent, getting the people, encouraging people that are there to do their own posts. And little by little, we're seeing it build. But it's not going to be one day you wake up and you start doing these posts and all of a sudden there's a line out your door. It takes some time to build. And you shouldn't be discouraged if it doesn't happen as fast as you had hoped. Well, and I agree because I've had conversations, I think, especially with you know, breweries, but even restaurants, you know, during COVID is it was such an uncertain time that we really didn't do a lot of marketing in the last, you know, year and a half. So you said, I mean, you didn't even know if you were going to be able to have people in the door or have events or, you know, do anything that you normally would. So I think some of it is like dusting off, you know, and getting back in those good habits. But like I said, it's not going to be something that is tomorrow, but this really is something that we should do regardless of if our sales are growing, that it's really just part of our expenses of having our brand is investing in the marketing. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So I guess what's on the, you know, horizon for you guys in, in the marketing world. I mean, obviously the, you know, partnership with the brewers and PA, but uh, anything else? Our company GK visual is the video production company. So we do a lot of political work. So this is a big political year for us and that's <laughs> busy uh, for better or worse. So I'll tell you that world is, <laughs> it pays the bills and we're, we're thankful for the work, but man, it just becomes, you want to talk about noise and, <laughs> and people trying to get their message and scream louder than the other person. This is that world. But outside of that, we love our clients. We do a lot of nonprofit work. Um, we love to be able to tell those stories the beer stuff is phenomenal and we love all the brewers. We've made so many friends in that area too, which is so cool. They're just genuine people. We love just telling stories of people who are building something for themselves and their families and each other and their community. And so we'll always seek out those stories. And then the managing social media uh, for clients is kind of the newer thing for us. And we've really been enjoying doing that. We've brought on to our team, to social media managers, which we didn't have before. And so they run our accounts. We have uh, GK Visual and Port and PA accounts that they they manage and run. And we're launching a line of uh, merchandise through Port and PA. So we'll, we'll have a web store with clothing and, you know, so, but that all that needs messaging and all that needs branding. And so that's, that's what we're working on. 
<laughs> no, it's so great. So uh, thank you again for joining us. I and mean, you guys have done such great work for the Verdifier. And it's uh, you have such a cult following at the event in the fall. It's like everyone loves you guys. Like you said, the YouTube. It's it's been such a great thing that you've done for the industry. Yeah. So. Thanks, thanks. It's such a fun group to be around. I mean, you don't even have to talk business. You just sit around, have a beer, and just life. <laughs> happens you know yes well thank you again and uh and forward to talking with you again soon thank you Take thank care. you